Welcome to Season 2 of The Successful Strategist, a podcast on strategy, management, and governance dedicated to helping you address the most important questions any organization can ask. I'm Mitchell Muncy, a consultant who has co-founded or led five startups, for-profit and non-profit, spanning the media, public policy, and higher education. In these practical five-minute episodes, I cut through jargon and myth to offer you the same advice I give my clients. Good morning. This is the fourth in a series of episodes in which I'm presenting quick tests I use to help my clients, for-profits and non-profits, think about whether they have a real strategy. Last time, we covered the meaning test. The definitions of key terms in our strategy should be specific enough that we can set measurable goals. This takes us to the test we're considering today, the execution test. In Episode 8 of Season 1, I suggested, contrary to most business theory, that strategy and execution are the same thing. A brilliant strategy doesn't fail because of poor execution. Poor execution reveals a poor strategy. The reason is that a genuine strategy commits us, in advance, to a specific and feasible set of activities for achieving our goals, as well as to a standard for measuring our progress. Imagine that we announce a trip from one city to another. There are several ways we could travel, by air, train, car, bicycle, perhaps on foot. But we don't choose because we want to keep our options open, or perhaps because we're visionaries and we don't want to be bothered with the details. The day of the trip arrives. How likely are we to get where we said we wanted to go? Presumably, we had a reason for traveling. That reason requires a choice of travel that fits the reason and takes into account our resources and the distance to our destination. If we need to arrive within a day, hiking probably won't be possible. If we need to prepare en route for a meeting, driving a car might not work. We may even decide that we don't have what we need to make the trip successfully, and it's better to postpone. The choice of travel, the choice of a specific destination, the choice of a means of travel, and an assessment of what has to be true about us if we're going to make it, These can't be separated as a practical matter if we don't want to waste resources. What we've said so far would be true if we want to accomplish anything at all, but a real strategy presents not just any set of activities, but a distinctive set of activities. Whether we're a nonprofit or a commercial business, we want to be doing something no one else is doing, or doing what others are doing, but far better. But we can't know whether that's true, and we won't be able to persuade potential customers or donors if we can't explain specifically how our activities differ from those of similar organizations. This is the other reason our choice of activities isn't a detail that we or maybe some lower-level employee can figure out as we go along. The details, our distinctiveness, is what makes our strategy real. We can't get different results with the same activities conducted in the same way as everyone else. If our activities don't clearly distinguish us from others, if we don't have a way to evaluate our progress, if we don't have the capabilities necessary to carry out our work, 
then we don't have a strategy. My suggestion for today is ask whether your organization's strategy gives you a practical sense of the differences between your organization and others that you feel comfortable explaining briefly. Does your strategy present a way of assessing progress that helps you do your work better? While it's necessary for our activities to be distinctive, they must also be complementary. Next time, we'll discuss another test I encourage clients to apply, the FIT test. Most people learn about podcasts from friends and colleagues. If this episode was helpful, please take 30 seconds right now to recommend The Successful Strategist to one other person. And be sure you haven't missed any of the previous episodes. If you'd like to receive my twice-monthly newsletter, which includes show notes and a summary of important ideas about strategy, management, or governance, sign up at thesuccessfulstrategist.com. I'm glad we could invest this time together. Remember, being a successful strategist doesn't require specialized training or unique insight, just a commitment to asking the right questions. The Successful Strategist is a production of Prospera LLC, a consulting firm providing strategy development, nonprofit due diligence, crisis management, and interim executive management to mission driven organizations and philanthropists. Learn more at prosperallc.com. This is Mitchell Muncie. Talk to you next time.